Can you hear me now? I see we're recording. Yeah. So is my, is my audio not working anymore or no? No, I can hear you now. Okay. All right. Well, if you're watching the replay, welcome to um, <clears throat> chapter four of the Propel book or just in general talking about finding your why. And Lisa is an amazing leader out in the snowy regions. <laughs> and <laughs> we're super looking forward to hearing from her tonight. Thanks so much, Lisa, for um, stepping up and um, leading us all. Thank you. Um, for those that don't know me, I am a wife, a mom of three, and a grandmom of two. Um, prior to Young Living, I had been in a couple of other um, network marketing programs. So I am very aware of um, the benefits that marketing, network marketing has. And I had started about 20 years ago to find my why. And I never completed it, unfortunately. And this last year, I have made some major changes in my life. Um, the company I was working for had undergone a lot of changes. And our department, I was a loan processor, our department split in half. And um, it just, in a negative way, went downhill. And after being there for many years and wanting to retire there, I decided to leave what I felt was a very good paying job with lots of benefits, great friendships. It was a very tough decision, but I knew that I was being pulled to find um, a career that I could serve others. Young Living was one of them, and working within the school system with little children was another. Um, I started working um, with special needs. I have a special need daughter myself, and now I am actually a Title I teacher. So, um, that is just a brief um, about me, but I had purchased, um, prior to getting the propelled book, I found this book, Find Your Why. And I was hoping by today that I could have gone through the entire book, but unfortunately, yeah, and you have to start your, or start with why, and I would like to get that one as well, just to kind of compare them, because this book wasn't really what I thought it would be. I didn't, I didn't realize I'd have to get a partner, and um, it was just a little bit, had a different taste to it, but I do like it, and I, I do want to complete it, and tonight I would like to just share a couple of blurbs that I found kind of interesting before I begin the Propel book. Um, so anyways, what I've learned and what I have learned over the last 20 years that finding your why, it is a journey. It is not something, at least for myself, that is just going to unfold overnight. And I think for some time I've been actually kind of afraid to discover what my why was. Um, 
because I didn't realize, once I started reading this book, Find Your Why, I, <clears throat> I, had, I came to the realization that it might trigger some old memories. And, you know, I think I've, I've, I've had a very good life, but yet there's some parts of it I would love to redo again. So I think fear has been kind of holding me back over the years of trying to discover what my why is. And um, what I have learned in the little bit of reviewing this Find Your Why book is that happiness is something we like and it's temporary. It comes from what we do, whereas fulfillment is something that we love and it lasts a long time. It comes from why we do it. Um, Simon Sinek talks about a golden circle and um, I've seen this circle before but I never really investigated what it was all about and in his book it shows the why it shows why how what and it says that the what corresponds to the outer section of the brain, the neocortex. This is the part of the brain that is responsible for rational analytical thought. It helps us understand facts and figures, features and benefits, and it's also responsible for language. The why and the how corresponds to the middle section of the brain, which is the limbic system. This is the part of the brain responsible for all of our behaviors and decision-making. It's also responsible for our feelings. Um, like this is where our gut feelings comes from. And um, once you understand your why, you will be able to clearly articulate what makes you feel fulfilled. And I think, that's what's been pulling on my heartstrings for quite some time. Like I really wasn't, I didn't feel like I was contributing to anything special or important. I was just shuffling papers and, and creating loans for people. And I am so anti-loan to begin with. I, for the last 20, 30 years, have been with the mindset, like the Bible says, oh, no man. So we've just always operated on a cash basis. And, but anyways, I don't want to get sidetracked. I just knew that within myself, I wanted to discover something more. I wanted to be in line with service work. And so, um, Feelings are actually at the height of our why. Um, the why is not who we aspire to be. It's who we truly are. The reason to find your why is so you can act on it. Enable people to be extraordinary so that they can do extraordinary things. <coughs> um, 
how can we lead others if we don't know what our why is? I mean, what you said was so big that it's worth saying again. What you said was um, a why is not who we aspire to be, it's who we actually are. It is. And I think that's probably why a lot of us have a lot of fear about finding out our why because sometimes we don't want to look into that yet. Right. And for a lot of people too, their why, and for myself too, 20 years ago when I was in that other company and I went to a silver retreat and they make you do all these little exercises, I personally got to meet Bob Proctor. I got to give him a hug and I got um, signed memorabilia and books and whatnot to take home. Oh, does Robin know that? <laughs> I might have told you, her. She loves Bob Proctor. Oh, so do I. He is such an amazing man. But, um, you know, finding our why is really a great thing, but it can be a scary thing, too, because it's like an onion. You know, you start unpeeling all the layers to find that true, the best part of the fruit, if that makes any sense. And... Um, you know, we all have talents and gifts that most of us, many of us, we're not even aware of what they are. We just walk through life just doing this and doing that and helping this person and, and going to this meeting and, and trying to be, of course, the best people that we can be. But there are things that we really have been blessed with that once I think we figure out what our why is, we are really going to be able to lead our people and serve our people and share with other people. I mean, I, the people that know me very well, I have a lot of energy. I'm, I'm type A personality. I'm go, go, go. I, I show a lot of enthusiasm. I, but I think at some points when you don't know, you know the direction you want to go, you know the path that you want to take. But for me, for people like me, it's like you want to be able to pick up that, that suitcase and just start walking down the road. Well, there's a lot of things I need to put in my suitcase before I start walking down the road. And I don't have all the pieces to put in the suitcase yet because I'm a newbie and but I'm learning and as I'm learning I'm trying to share with other people in my team they're not there yet mentally a lot of them tell me that they are but I don't see a lot of the footwork that I've already done that I hope that they'd be doing but I think soon that will start falling into place. And then I will become and be a better leader for them once I discover my own why. So um, on page 39, as I was reading this Simon book, um, I loved that he said to inspire others so that together we can change the world. And how true is that? I mean, really, I resonated with that very well. Um, we are all children of God. 
and God wants us to have the best. He doesn't want us to settle for less. I mean, I learned this chapter was a fun chapter. It was, it was kind of hard for me, but yet it was fun because I, start, I was able to start peeling some of the onion back. And <clears throat> I'm going to go to the next page on page 40. As I was working on page 40, I've always known that I've wanted to do more travel. I've, I'm originally from Nashua, New Hampshire. I moved to Minnesota in 1971. And I have some family in Arizona. And so um, I was always afraid to fly. I didn't start flying until I was, well, I think my first plane trip was in 2007. And then I went again in 2010, 2012, and 2014. And I haven't flown since then. But travel has always been very important to me. But I guess I didn't really realize how much until I started working on page 40. Um, and I don't mind sharing what I wrote. And I think it will help me pass my hour. So if you guys don't mind listening, I'm just going to kind of say a few blurbs. Um, when time and money are no issue, how will your life look? I will not be stressed about finances or my future. I will be able to travel and indulge in whatever I choose. I will also be able to help others. Where will you live and what will you drive? I will keep our home in Minnesota and also have a home in a warmer state during winter months. <laughs> I'm sick of the 30 below zero. Ah. Um, what experiences will you and your loved ones have? My bucket list will be fulfilled. Travel will be tops. I want to explore all 50 states, then tour a few countries. And I have been through several states because when we moved from New Hampshire to Minnesota, of course, we had to drive through quite a few. Um, but at this point, as I'm writing this, I'm still not even picking up on what part of my vision is that it's traveling i'm just writing so then four what will you do with your time and i wrote share young living with others tour museums volunteer for worthy causes and then and then when i got done with four i went back and i started rereading and it's like well number one we're First to travel, number two is travel, number three is travel, number four is travel. It's like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to go traveling. And I need cash to do that. And, and you uh, know what, on top of the Young Living income you'll be making, after you hit the rank of diamond, you get an additional $2,000 stipend a month on top of your paycheck so you can travel and see your team. Absolutely. And that was another very tough decision-making thing I did on November 13th when I gave my notice to my previous employer is um, what I'm currently making to what I used to make is half my income and I just built a home three years ago um, and I say half is because I was working 40 hours a week 12 months out of the year now working in education I'm working 20 hours less a month, making $4 less a month, and they're taking nine months of wages and stretching it over 12 months. So I've had to it's, make, 
I've never been on a budget in my life. So I've had to really make some serious choices. But you know what? It doesn't matter because now I have a sense of fulfillment that I am actually making a difference in someone's life. You know, those children who struggle with reading, the special needs students, whoever it is, I'm making a difference. And now with Young Living, I'm also making a difference. Um, and as most of you who are on here every week, like I am, know that you know, I've been green for 20 years. So this isn't something new for me, nor is the oils, although the oils I never used therapeutically until now. That I will never, ever. Hi, honey. <laughs> it's definitely true, and every leader needs to hear it and know it. What you just said, Lisa, she's making twice as much at a different job, really good benefits, and she likes the people there, but feeling like it was actually accomplishing the opposite of your why. Yes. Um, people will take a huge pay cut if it means being able to find fulfillment and people will stay on a team where they feel loved and appreciated just for even, even if they're not, you know, a business builder or anything, they'll stick around if, if they feel that fulfillment. So it's definitely huge for leaders to know, um, you know, lead your team with that deep heartfelt um, intention that we were talking about people can tell so and then as i went down what charities um minnesota teen challenge that's um persons who struggle with addictions um church missions i'd like to donate to what will a successful business do for your life your family's life and your lifestyle for me freedom and I can't just say freedom in one area, like freedom from finances. It's freedom from many different things. Um, so <laughs> to sum it all up, I now realize how important traveling is to me, along with helping others. Um, the next page. And I, I'm kind of going by pages because following before, a lot of times I'd flip through the book. It's like, where are they? Where are they? So I'm just letting you know what page I'm on. My why. My why is connected to feelings. As I said, freedom. Freedom for me goes from letter A to letter Z. Um, why am I sharing Young Living? To help others find freedom. We can determine what their freedom um, entails. It's different for everyone. I want to teach, lead, and inspire others. Why is that important to you? We have such a short time here on earth. I want to see others enjoy every minute while they are able. We have gifts and, and talents that many of us are not using. In the last five years, I've watched two of my favorite men die. I watched my husband die of lung cancer and I watched my dad die of prostate cancer and I watched my mom die with old age dementia. I actually held my parents' both of my parents' hands as they were dying. Um, it's time I start making a difference. And 
it's important to me because it will allow me to be the person God intended me to be and to help others find peace within themselves. So to sum it all up, I want to help others find freedom and wellness. I want to be part of helping serve others. Now I am moving on to page 42. Um, Isn't it incredible that with Young Living, because when you talk about us being all that God created us to be, aren't we so blessed that Young Living not only gives us like the way to um, help people financially and find purpose in that, but it gives us the physical things that we need to get our body at its maximum strength. Like when somebody is operating at maximum health, so much more can be accomplished. Adelaide feels really strongly about that. And to use the plants that God put on this earth for us to enjoy. You know, it's a no brainer. But on page 42, um, right off the bat, because this is 20 years ago, my excuse was, well, I live in a small town. I mean, yes, I've lived around Minneapolis. I've lived in big populated cities, but I live in a town right now that's less than 700 people. However, one hour from here is where Melissa Poping is from. Melrose and she is a crown diamond if she can be I can be why not um, let's see follow those that you admire let them mentor you and that's what I'm doing I admire Andrea so I try no matter what my schedule is I block off Mondays and Tuesdays I even, I have a, a granddaughter who's going to be doing volleyball here shortly, and I told mom, I can carpool Thursday, Sundays. Mondays, I cannot because I have an online meeting. So I listen to the diamonds. I, I love that level of commitment. That is so awesome. That's what I've chosen to do. Um, let's see. And as I was going through it, I underlined tons of stuff. I wrote little notes. Um, uh, what else should I check? And you know that all these Royal Crown Diamonds that you see and that we listen to, they have found their why. Because, and their why isn't just making us money. Because, like, take Madison Vining as an example. The Royal Crown Diamond, you know that they're making over $250,000 a month. And they just started Tyler's account, you know, whenever they made it allowed for husbands. And he's already at gold. What? Um, and they're building people on their team. You, you know, if it was just for the money, she'd be done. She could never open her computer again, and they would be millionaires for the rest of their life. But it's, I love watching the diamonds because they talk about the things that drive them, and it's never just like money, money, money. Because if that was it, they'd be done. <laughs> they did it. But she talks about how she goes, the end of the month hustle, she's like, I've watched moms walk away from abusive husbands. Uh, you know, see like moms get to stay home, dads leave jobs that suck their soul. You know what I mean? Like 
that's what drives her. I love seeing that from them. So, yeah, so I just think of Melissa Poping and some other leaders who come from small areas, it's very doable, but you have to be the one to take responsibility. I can't expect Andrea or Mackenzie or anybody to do this for me. Um, I'm actually sometimes I think a little bit too loving to some of my downline because I feel like sometimes I'm doing their footwork, but that's just the way I'm doing it for right now to try and help get their spark ignited. And um, um, let's see, be vulnerable, be accountable, be teachable, be grateful. Oh, every day. I thank the good Lord every day. I'm grateful for so many things. You are your own boss. Um, be the leader you desire. Find ways to do the big scale things you want to do right now. Know who you are. You are not the oil educator for every person, nor are the, you the leader for every person. Um, I had to, I had a hard time accepting the fact that my former supervisor, who she was the second person I signed up in Young Living, um, when I made a comment to someone on my team where I worked before that I got sick and tired of every single day being disciplined for the, when our department split in half, we took on not only our loan operations position, but loan associates. So we were doing all this extra work and a lot of mistakes were being a lot of mistakes were happening amongst all of our team members and um, every single day we were scolded every single day. It, it was horrific. It, it wasn't nice at all. We never were built up. I'm a very positive, I do positive affirmations daily. I had my oils, I diffused in my office. I, um, I could have continued on with the game, but it was too exhausting. I was not going to allow myself to be subjected to that anymore. So um, I've also just realized that not everybody's going to like the way I teach. Not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to like, and I'm okay with that. I've made peace with that because for every person that doesn't want to be on my team or be with me there's other people that will and um stay humble keep yourself humble make make myself an empathetic leader and keep my heart in the right place in this business um let's see when the leader attempts to build two now i'm we'll skip over that when you treat your business like a business and put it in consistent work, you will experience growth. Every single day I work this business. I can honestly say every single day, you know, I work full time, well now seven hours a day, but I probably put between connecting with others, following up, reading books, posting on Facebook, I probably spend... 
an hour and a half to four hours a day doing this? I don't know. I guess I've never really sat down and calculated, but I spend a lot of time and I try and slide away from the computer to sit down to have time with my husband, time with my other family members, whether if it's texting, calling. Um, but they understand that, that I need to do that in order to get to where I want to go. So page 45 um comparison rank does not determine who was a leader and who was not senior stars huh. um <clears throat> i've always been paid as a senior star pretty much i love it my very well, i probably can't say income we'll skip over it um you can actually someone asked madison that on a call i was on she said you just can't advertise it to people who aren't members <clears throat> because oh. you're not supposed to use it to enroll people. But she's like, you can post about it in Team Facebook where you have members only. Oh, well, I guess I don't need to go there anyways. But um, do you feel like you have experienced any of these pitfalls? What is your action plan? Unchecked ego, page 43. When Downline says they want to do this as a business and don't, they just give me excuses. Um, such as vendor shows. I've done three or four of them now, and I've had a couple of gals help, but some of the other ones that I thought would have stepped up, well, they're either working or they're, they're busy visiting family, or it just doesn't ever work out. Classes, same thing. Can't, can't find anybody that has any dollars or wouldn't be interested or whatever. And that used to bring me down, and now it's, it doesn't. I just go on because it's like they're not ready for this yet. I'm ready for this, but they're not ready for this. So I can't be upset that even though they've told me probably 20 times, I want to do this as a business, and they're not doing anything, I can't let that bring me down. I won't let that bring me down. That is so, that, that is so true. Such a good point. And I think what a lot of people don't realize when they see somebody who looks like really successful, they're like, oh, well, they just got lucky or whatever. They don't realize that those people had just as many people say, you know, that they're going to do it and then do nothing. Um, they just kept asking people until they found, you know what I mean? Like, yep. I think a couple of diamonds have said it's a numbers game. You know, there's always going to be a percentage of people who don't do anything. And that's just, that just means you keep going because there's also a percentage of people who will. Yep. And Lisa, does it ever make you think of the, the parable of the son who's like, yeah, sure, I'm totally going to do that, dad. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. And then the other son's like, I will literally never do this as a business ever. And then he's like, I can't help enrolling people. <laughs> <coughs> um. Page 46, I chose my core values, freedom, serving others, faith, spiritual, inspiration. And I didn't pick the fifth one because I'd like to pick all of them. So I just picked four because four is my, my lucky number, my birth number. Um, let's see, page four. And I wrote some stuff down below but i don't know if it would make sense um why personal core values are important knowing your personal value changes your behavior which it does the more you start picking away at what your purpose is what your why is what your values are 
what your mindset is. Um, you start really learning who the real you is. Um, and it changes you. It changes your mindset. It, it changes your paradigm. Um, Bethany Shipley in her Diamond Workbook has us do every quarter um, what are the core values I want to see in my team. Yep. And you know, she's like, she says that it could kind of shift and change all the time. But writing it down really makes me think, like, what is the thing that I would value the most out of my team? You know, and for me, it's, it's like integrity and honesty and, you know, I don't know why. I guess I need to AST to find out why these things are so important to me. But <clears throat> I would far rather see integrity in a team than like rampant and rolling with maybe some shady values mixed in, you know? <clears throat> Page 47. My gifts. Um, I think my top three gifts are motivator. And then I added two others. One is organizer and the other is a planner. Um, I've been told my entire adult life from my family that I'm, I always organized all the, the reunions. I always or, did all the planning for everybody. And um, So my vision statement looks like this. Freedom means several things. I want enough cash to travel wherever I choose, not to wait to an alarm every morning, I want to choose my work hours and who I work with, to donate to the charities that I support, to help others find their freedom and become the best version of themselves, what God wanted them and me to be. Uh, page 48, my audience. What are three to four audiences that I relate to? Faith. Churches. I would like to get into um, a lot of the local churches and start having classes. Um, education. We already have a few people locally around this area that go through freshwater or go through um, community ed and do classes, um, which is fine. But what freshwater. Freshwater is kind of like an organization that, um, gosh, I don't know how to really explain it. it it's kind of like where if a person wants to have an ed, uh, community ed courses or classes, you can go through them and they offer different trainings and different, it, it's not like the pudgeant sound or anything like that. It's not like what it sounds like. Um, Natural foods. I'd like to get into some of the local health foods. I belong to a co-op and maybe talk to them and see if in the spring, summer, fall, if I couldn't set up tables and, um, and just share young living with them. And maybe even probably, I know someone was telling me that I could probably at the health food store, I, and I know the gal there, maybe have a display case with some Young Living oils, products, whatever, with my business card. Um, so some to check into. And the healing arts, such as yoga, yoga massage, um, chiropractors. My interests and passions, posting Young Living stuff in my group, 
sharing young living with those that are open-minded putting together swag bags and researching i i am a researcher big time i love researching um your relatability and experience compassionate with others accountable to myself and others passionate about what i believe in understandable and sympathetic and last my skills and abilities um customer service interpersonal oral and written i'm open-minded enthusiastic and passionate compassionate energetic and sociable now i'm moving over to page 49 ah we have dr mclean on board welcome let's see oil share repeat what method have you done or what will you do first i have done all four and that's the workshops the meetings vendor events and social media I'm, I do have an Instagram account, but I have yet learned how to use it, but I'm working on it. It's one of my goals. Um, I always yeah. say the best way to learn Instagram is to go waste time on there. <laughs> I know. Um, let's see. I really want to start teaching more classes and introduce Young Living to local businesses, schools mainly. And I thank you, Andrea, so much for your proposal. I actually printed it. I went through it and I have a lot of revisions to do, but I would like to, once I um, add what I'd like to present to the school, the board of directors and whatnot if you could maybe just look over it i would be thrilled to do that and um robin messaged me today and she said uh, she's like said you could add a lot from dr ollie's books with citations because he has hundreds of citations in there to articles and scientific journals and things like that so um, she suggested going in and adding a lot of that more credibility. This would be perfect timing as we are uh, merging schools. One of the elementary, well, it's actually middle school, and we're moving it to uh, the next town over, the town where I teach in. And um, before they start doing all the revisions and building new gyms and cafeterias and whatever they need to hear what we have to say it is not acceptable to be spraying bleach all over tables these little children drop their food and they pick it up and they put it in their mouth and I already told people I will not be a part of putting my hands in your bleach water, wringing out the rags and handing them to the children to wash these tables. I won't do it. And the so, you work with um, a lot of companies, which sometimes yeah. already so I am going to move on to page 50 and 
there was just a couple of things. I don't know. I haven't really studied the AFT. Years ago, I did EFT. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's emotional no idea. technique. You know, you just tap, 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 and you... Yes, I do. I am familiar with that. Okay. Um, Celeste was telling me that they're very um, connected. They, yeah, I would think that they would be very connected. So, Paige, what time we got? Quarter two. I think I'm going to be right on there. Um, so, page 51. My vision is not only to find financial freedom, but to help others find it as well. And I said, and I don't know why I said financial, because through this whole book, I've just been saying freedom, because there's so many different types of freedom. But anyways, um, but to help others find it as well. To donate to charities is important. I didn't realize travel was pri my primary vision. Doing this exercise was beneficial because I agree. Looking back into my childhood, it confirmed it. Books I will read, all of Gary Young's, and I've got quite a few of them now. <laughs> Sometimes um, I find really old ones on um, Amazon or eBay, and I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I know. <laughs> Ula Books, David Stewart's, Jen O'Sullivan's, Anthony Williams, Self Help on My Shelf. Um, Let's see, places I will go, all 52 states, which I haven't counted down how many I've already been to, but clearly not enough. <coughs> Greece, that was actually my, my mom's full-blooded Greek, or was a full-blooded Greek, and that was always her dream, was to go to Greece. I wasn't able to help her with that, but I'd like to go myself, and... She'll know that you go. <laughs> will know that I go. Um, my husband would like to go to New Zealand, Sweden. I'd love to go to the rainforest. Hawaii, Alaska, and all Young Living Farms. How I inspire. Be teachable. Lead with love. Be sincere. Encourage others. Be enthusiastic and share my stories. Words to live by, and these are not in any particular order. Persevere, forgive, love, listen, visualize, educate, courageous, grow, serve, plan, consistency, follow through, action, focus, value, lovable, communicate, create, explore, build, share, thrive, motivate, and balance. Priorities to remember, follow up, and build relationships. Active listening. I'm currently working on the active listening. And you know, to go back to my previous job, it was actually kind of a joke in the office that when I started off in customer care before I got to be a loan processor, my patience level, being so type A personality and hyper and all this extra energy and people would call and they'd be burping and farting and flushing toilets and just, 
I've got stories. I got stories that you would not believe, but I had to develop patience. <laughs> and sometimes I take my mouse of my computer and I'd be banging it on my desk and the girls that were in cubicles around me, it's like, oh, she's working on her patience. Well, now I know why for four years I, I had to every single day work on my patience. It was to refine myself, to work with other people, to have the compassion and the patience and the love and the endurance and the on and on and on, and especially with little children. So God knew where I was going to be. He knew what I was going to be doing. That's he amazing. knew I'd be sharing Young Living. He knew I was going to be working with children. And like I told my husband, you know, it's going to take me probably a long time to get over the fact that I left a job that I loved and was going to retire from. But that's not what was in my best interest. We don't know what's in our best interest. We can't see into the future, thank goodness. Sometimes we probably all wish we could, but, um, so anyways, I'm, um, let's see, become active listener, relationship building, attend 25th Young Living Convention, which I will be doing, healthy health goals, research, oh, these are goals that I will reach, sorry, I should have said all that, become an active listener, relationship building, attending the convention, working on health goals and reaching silver by the end of 2019. I don't see that right now as 